Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. We are in a new season. We've got some new fun topics to talk about. And I'm so excited to be, as always, joined by amazing co-host Cody Sizemore. Welcome, Cody. What's up? How you doing? Oh, it's all it's all up. I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> Listen, I know we have had some long chats, we've had some short chats. Today, I want to have just a quick chat with you. Uh, I'm not even going to bring a whole lot of, you know, meat to this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have a feeling we're going to end up with at least some potatoes by the time we're done. Um, but I just, I want, there's been something weighing on me and I would like to just unpack that with you if I can and just kind of get some other perspective because, you know, that's, that's always a fun thing to do. Uh, before we jump into that though, I want to just remind our amazing listeners that if you have not yet liked and or rated our show, we encourage you to do that. It really does help us get the show out there to other amazing listeners like yourself, uh, people who are out in the financial coaching world who are just dying to hear all of the things that we are talking about. Um, okay, so Cody, here's the thing. I have noticed a pattern lately, and um, sometimes I'm accused of being a little bit hypersensitive to certain things. And so if you think I'm just a nut job, totally call me out on that. Uh, one of the things Okay, I probably shouldn't have set him up for that. He's already you saying, like, no he... <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Um, we all know that Cody thinks I'm a nut job, but he may agree with me on this. I don't know. We'll find out. I've seen a pattern out there, and this pattern is along the lines of answering things in a negative or, as coaches, setting things up in the negative. And what I mean by that is... When we have our clients do something or we set up challenges, here's an example. I've seen this challenge going around and it's like the idea of not spending something for a certain amount of time. So it could be like a no spend weekend or a no spend month or a no spend day. This is just yeah. one simple challenge or, you know, put aside this amount of money per day for this little amount of time. You know, so these challenges that we're talking about. Yep. Okay. Um, so I actually had somebody come up to me and go, Hey, you know, you're a financial coach. What do you think about this? Like, what do you think about these no spend challenges? And I said, well, I understand why the person who's doing it is doing it. And I get the, the result that they're trying to help their clients get. But what rubs me the wrong way about this, Cody, is that it's definitely set up in the negative versus the affirmative. So when we say something like a no spend challenge, that's talking about what we don't want to do or what we don't want our clients to do. And I would really love to see a, sh a subtle shift in the way we talk to people and, and with them in terms of what we do want to do in order to get those same results. So for example, I'm guessing that a no spend Saturday or a no spend week might be, hey, we're going to try to just use what you've got in your pantry, use what you've got in your freezer and, you know, just be resourceful. So why don't we actually talk about it in that vein instead of not spending? Why don't we talk about like use up what's in your pantry <laughs> or 
use up what's in your freezer or be resourceful, whatever the actual language is around that. Um, what do you think about that, Cody? I'm just curious, like before we even unpack some of my reasons for my insanity, what do you think about just that subtle shift in language? How's that sitting with you right now? Um, I think that when we use, so what were the two terms you said? Affirmative and what? Negative and affirmative. But negative. I only bring those up. There might be better language around that. I just don't yeah. want to say negative and positive. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I think that when we use the negative language, um, you know, it it brings or it could bring long-term, or I'm sorry, short-term results. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, it could also bring long-term results. But I don't think that the long-term results are going to shape out the way that we actually want them to. The results, nonetheless, but I just don't think that they're the results that we actually want. Whereas if we do affirmative stuff, um, you know, maybe in the short term, there might be some results, maybe not as drastic as results of like, you know, like a, like a no-spend month. You know, obviously, if you're not going to spend money in a month, you're probably going to be saving some money. Maybe. Maybe in the you short might spend term, it the next month, right? Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like the, oh, okay. the long term result might not be what we actually want, you know. Um, but if we do affirmative, it might not be like such a like massive like boom in your face result right away. But over time, it will be a better result. Um, and I think that you know, successful people they don't think short term; mm -hmm. they think long term. And to me, that sounds like the classic, the classic, like, debate and mindset, you know, so we're talking about buzzwords a little bit ago, um, between, you know, the um, scarcity and, and abundance kind of thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's really, really insightful. And I think... Um so a, a few weeks back, we had Sarah Jones on the podcast, and one of the things that we were talking about was the sustainability of things and habits, and we talked about like muscle memory and, and how that all plays in. And I think what you just said, Cody, kind of goes with that in the sense that when we are helping our clients create new money habits, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help them do something that's sustainable, but something that is going to be that they, a habit that they want to keep doing, right? So if we have this challenge that says, don't spend, well, that's not a habit that they can continue to do because they're going to have to spend something. There are essentials in our lives that we, we have to spend on some stuff. And so they're, like we said earlier, they're either going to spend next month or they're going to, you know, wait a couple months and they might save some, but there's probably going to be like a binge on spending later or something like that. What we can teach them to do though, is to use the things that they have. So that is a habit that even if you just do a challenge where it's like, take inventory of what you got at your house and be resourceful with that. Is that something that when it's not a challenge, is, is it a habit that would get them to where they want to go? I think that's a really good test for some of the stuff that we do. I know that this is a talk about what we as coaches put out for people, um, but I mentioned at the top of the show that we've sometimes get res like responses from people in the negative. And I may have talked about this on the show before, maybe not. I don't know. But sometimes when I ask somebody what they've done to get a certain result, 
they will respond to me with all the things that they didn't do in order to get that same result. So, hey, how did you how did you save that three hundred dollars over this past month? Well, I didn't, uh, you know, go to the bar and I didn't um, shop on Amazon and I didn't do these things. And I have made it a habit to let them say what they're going to say and then point out to them how they just told me everything they didn't do and that they really didn't answer the question of what they did do. And I just repose the question, what did you do? And that can seem kind of frustrating for them because they're like, well, I just told you all the things that I didn't do. And it's like, yes, but that's because you believe that you have to have certain you have to believe a certain way. You have to think a certain way in order to do some of these things. And I want you to start being more in tune with what you're thinking, what you're feeling and what you're actually doing in order to get to that same result. This is so important to me. And I think as, as a coaching community, it's important because I really think Cody, that a subtle, just one small subtle shift in how we talk to our clients and teach them to, think in these terms, it's going to have a lasting impact. Well, it's, it's about perspective, you know, like you can have the same result, but depending on the perspective that you have on it, that would really determine whether or not, um, it's going to be a short-term thing or a new lifestyle. Um, I really think I like where you're going with this. Can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah, because I mean, like, when you say, well, you know, I I didn't go to the bar, I didn't go on Amazon, or I didn't spend any money during this month, um, you know, your perspective is on all the things that you didn't or couldn't do, Mm. right? Uh, You're basically, you're, you're making your budget, you're making your coach, you're making money have a connotation about it that's negative to where it's like, this is not my friend. If mm. this is something that's actually telling me the things that I can't do. And quite frankly, we live in a world that is full of people telling us what we can't do. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it. <laughs> and quite if, frankly, if you're anything like me or like the right, you know, typical human being, Anytime you're told what you can't do, we hear the thing that we want to do. You want to do it more. (laughs) You know, and this is something that my dad taught me when I was very, very young. And I remember um, that it had, it was not in this context. It wasn't about what you can do or can't do. It was just the idea of when you want to remember something, people will say, don't forget, you know, whatever. (laughs) And almost every time you forget it because your mind hears everything after the don't. And that's what is happening with us, right? We're, and this Mm -hmm. is not even something we, that I knew we were going to go in that direction, but maybe our clients are hearing don't spend. They're hearing the spend. They're hearing everything after the don't. And so if we can shift that to what we do want them to do, because what if they're hearing everything after the do, and they're just going to do that anyway, you know, be resourceful. Oh, okay, I can do that. That that makes sense. And now resourceful, if we're gonna we're gonna go down this path, that's a very very subjective term. Like it could look very different for Cody's family than it looks for my family, or the way that we you know do things in general. For 
So it's not that there's this thing. It's like, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's about perspective and, and perception and what is, how are you perceiving that? And I love that you talked about the relationship. I don't even know if you, you didn't use that word relationship, but that's what you were alluding to when you said it's a connotation between, you know, you're giving this connotation to, to yourself, to your coach, to your money. You're talking about the relationships there. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that that's so, so important that you brought that up. Yeah. Because, you know, if you look at it in, in the lens of like, you know, these are the things that I can do to put myself in a better position. Um, maybe that involves not spending some money, mm-hmm. you know, like using stuff in your pantry instead of going out and grocery shopping again, you know, like yeah. doing something like that. Um, when you view that as something that you can do, then it almost becomes like a game mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And then it be in games are fun, you know, yeah. like you want people want to play and be a part of a game. And, you know, that's where you make friends. That's where you build relationships. That's where you make memories. And if you look at it in that lens, uh, it's going to be a lot more sustainable for you. And you're going to enjoy it more versus just like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. What about the things that you can do? Yeah. And, and I love that you brought up the games because uh, I really think that that's what any of these challenges that are out there. I think that that's where the heart of the person putting it out there is. They see this and like whether they created it themselves or they curated it from somebody else. You know, we I believe that no idea is absolutely original. So we're, we're kind of curating from everywhere. But they saw that and what they loved about it. I'm totally putting words into people's heads. I'm just guessing. It's like, oh, that's a game. That's fun. Like, people are going to like this. They're gamifying something, and that's why it's it's this challenge, and it sounds like a really fantastic idea. We've talked on this podcast a lot about intentionality. Not just intentionality with our clients, but intentionality with anything that we put out there. So I'm asking all of our listeners today, when you see something that excites you, I think it's cool that you want to use that. I'm asking you to be intentional with what results are you trying to get? And is there a way, if that thing happens to be in the negative connotation, is there a way for you to use that and yet make it affirmative so that they can get more out of it, more sustainable stuff out of it? I don't ever want to make people think, oh, well, you know, she doesn't like this whole challenge thing. No, it's not about that. I agree with Cody 100%. People love games. They love, you know, just making things that are more fun. And, and a lot of times if you can do that with a community, that's even more fun. You know, we well, have a challenge. And here's here's the thing. You know, if you were to make this a game and focus a, focus it on the things that you can do mm-hmm. versus the things that you can't do, especially with clients who have families, kids, Right. If I know me growing up, if my parents told me that we were doing a no spend month, I would be like, why? (laughs) My life is ending. (laughs) Right. I'd be like, this is stupid, you know, and they just and it just, you know, it it causes the kids to have a negative relationship with money as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But good point. This game, it can be a team sport. I agree. You can get the kids involved. Like, hey, we're we're going to actually get creative with what we have at home. You know, going back to the pantry challenge, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get creative with what we have at home for our meals for the next month. 
don't even say it's because we're trying to save money. Right. Just we're just gonna say, hey, we're gonna do something new. We're gonna try something new. And I think it's gonna be actually kind of fun. So we're gonna put a lot of experiments together and we're gonna try new things. And hey, guess what, kids? We want your input. We want you to help put together these meals and you know, you know, Bobby, you can have Thursday nights. You know, any look in the pantry, look in the fridge, grab some stuff, put it together, we'll work on cooking it together, and then we'll have it. And maybe it'll be good, maybe it won't. But hey, <laughs> that's the fun of it, right? Yeah. Yep. And it becomes a team sport at that point. And yep. that's where a lot of really awesome, awesome relationships are built. I grew up playing sports. Some of the best memories I ever had was playing sports with a team. And if you're able to do that, it's not just building a relationship with you and your wife or you and your husband or you and your kids, but it's also building a relationship with your money and your kids' relationship with money as well. Yeah, I love that addition absolutely about you know how it passes on building the relationship with money, especially for the children. Uh, I also do love how it's building new habits. You know, like that—that's really one of the core things that we want to make sure people are doing is that they get they get into a habit of doing some of this stuff. And if it's not if it's not gamified every single week, that's okay because now there's that muscle memory that we talked about a few weeks ago where they're getting into the habit of things and it just becomes more natural for them to just grab something out of the pantry. You know, as you were talking about the game, um, I, I don't know if my, I don't know why my mind went to like actually blindfolding people. So rather than just saying, Hey, you have Thursdays, I, I totally pictured like putting blindfolds on my kids and making them like grab something random out of the pantry or something random out of the freezer and then having to build something around that. <laughs> like talk about how that could be totally gross though. Right. Like that, that could go way far. Um, I wouldn't do that every week, um, but that's like the Olympic version of, right. <laughs> of what you just said. Um, but you know what? I, I think that, what I really love about that is that if they have to build something around that, it may still require going to the grocery store. It may still, uh, you know, th it doesn't mean they have to eat something gross. It just means that they have to pick something that they already have and then build around it and maybe add to it. And so you're allowing them to say, yes, I would like these ingredients or I would like this. And then it gives them a whole new lesson and how to shop for different ingredients, how to maybe look at ads and that kind of stuff. And it can help you create new habits along the way and it, they will build on each other. And I just think for those reasons and probably many, many more that we haven't gotten to today, it just... I just think it makes sense to to look at all those things that we're doing and ask yourself before you put it out there, before before you um, either put a challenge out to your clients and or before you allow someone to answer in the negative. For us to just, how do we, just ask yourself, how do we put that in a more affirmative way? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to get very similar results, but longer term. And it will probably be more fun. And you will look like way less of a copycat. Just saying. <laughs> You'll actually have your own spin on things. And I think that that's kind of a cool thing. So anyway, anything else to add to that? This has been, okay, well, let me ask. I was going to say it's been fun and it has been. How crazy on that scale, based only on today's conversation, not, not past ones, not future ones, <laughs> how mm -hmm. crazy am I for thinking the way I do when I see some of this stuff come up? Scale of one to ten for nut job, <laughs> maybe a three point five. I think oh, you're, I think you're pretty. <laughs> awesome. 
Thank you. Thank you, Cody. I can always count on you. <laughs> no, I really do appreciate you letting me unpack some of that because it's, I think sometimes it's hard to be able to verbalize what it is that I'm feeling in the moment. And you have a good way of helping me just unpack. That's why. Thank you. And I appreciate you. You guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have not joined our group, we encourage you to do that. You can make fun of me all you want. <laughs> um, but you know what? If y'all want to help me make fun of Cody too, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Can't be one-sided all the time, Cody. Come on. Yeah, no. shots. Good no, luck. We, don't, we, don't, we do way more than roasting inside of that group. There's actually a lot of connection going on and people are asking questions and getting them answered and just lots of insights are, are being found inside that group. So we encourage you to join there. It is the New Money Habits Financial Coaches Group. And again, like and rate this show for us. We appreciate, yep. appreciate you guys listening. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.